Welcome to this week's virtual drasha. This week we have the incredible privilege to read Parshas Emor. Emor is filled with so many beautiful and riveting mitzvahs, but Emor also spends a significant amount of time speaking to the Kohanim and outlining the nature of their obligations and restrictions. And so when we're introduced to the parasha, the first thing the Torah tells us, Vayomer Hashem al Moshe, Hashem says to Moshe, this is Perek Aleph, Pasek Aleph, chapter 21, verse 21, the very first Pasek in the parasha. Hashem says to Moshe, Emor la Kohanim b'nei Aaron, speak to the Kohanim, the sons of Aaron, Va'amarta aleim, and you shall say to them, Lenefesh lo yitama ba'amov. Ultimately a Kohen, cannot become Tomei. The definition of Tuma, Tuma itself is a fascinating word. We often translate it as impurity, which is the definition we'll go with right now. So a Kohen is not permitted to become impure, is not permitted to become Tomei. But this over here, the Torah refers to a very specific type of Tuma, corpse Tuma. A Kohen is not permitted to come into the proximity of the dead. Now the Torah outlines exceptions to this rule. A Kohen is permitted to come to become Tomei for seven close relatives, a mother, a father, father, a brother, a sister, a son, a daughter, and a spouse. Again, there are certain limitations on those as well. Of course, if you're the Kohen God or the high priest, the high priest is not permitted to become Tomei to anyone. And much ink has been spilled over the generations to explain this restriction. Because on one hand, it's so strange. Becoming, coming in contact with a corpse, going to a funeral, sometimes is the height of chesed. It's considered to be the height of selflessness. You know, when you do chesed, when you do kindness for the living, that's not a purely altruistic act because there's always a possibility of reciprocity. But the kindness, the chesed we do for the dead, ultimately, again, is selfless. There is no hope of reciprocity. And it is interesting that the Kohen, who is supposed to be the very embodiment of all the beauty and lessons of Yiddishkeit, himself is not permitted to go out and go to a Levite, go to a funeral, but we'll leave that for a different, we'll leave that for a different shir, a different drasha. What I want to draw your attention to is a fascinating textual issue which bothers Rashi. Rashi sees a redundancy in the Pasuk. Vayomer Hashem el Moshe, Hashem says, Hashem says to Moshe, Emor el Aaron, say to the Kohanim, the sons of Aaron, Va'amarta alehem, and you shall say unto them, it's redundant. You already said, Emor el say to the Kohanim, why do you have to say again, Va'amarta alehem, say unto them. And Rashi is bothered by this redundancy, and therefore Rashi says something amazing, Emor el Emor va'amarta lahashir gidolim al haketanim. So according to Rashi, this is something amazing. According to Rashi, the way to read the pasuk is as follows: Hashem said to Moshe, "Emor alakanim, Moshe, you have to convey the following information about the laws of ritual purity and impurity to the Kohanim." Va'amarta alehem. The second va'amarta is then the Kohanim teaching their youth, the gidolim, the adult Kohanim teaching the children. So there's two transmissions over here. The first, Emor el is Hashem commanding Moshe to say to the adult Kohanim, the Amarta Aleihem, the second Emor, the second Amri, the second transmission is from the adult Kohanim to the children. Kohanim, just like every parent, has an obligation to be mechanich, their child. Every parent has an obligation to educate. You know, we often think that education is the purview of schools, but it's well, it's true, there is an obligation for a yeshiva, for a day school, for a beisakov to educate their children, but the primary educator of children is a parent. So the first transmission is Moshe to the adults, second obligation via Marta Aleim is for the adult Kohanim to the children. 
But the truth is, perhaps there's another idea over here as well. That phraseology of Rashi always intrigued me. Lahas here gidolim alaketanim, which again, literally translated to tell the adults, lahas here gidolim, to tell the adults alaketanim, that they have to teach the young. But if we just look at that phrase by itself, I think Rashi is conveying to us something so profound. You know, sometimes in life, we think that greatness, spiritual accomplishment, spiritual success, is found in the big things. Found in the big things. And often we think that the little things in our Yiddishkeit perhaps don't matter as much. The truth is, if you look at Judaism as a relationship, it's true in many different relationships. In other words, I would think that most people in a marriage would never go ahead and a husband, I could speak from a husband's perspective, right? A husband wouldn't think about missing his wife's birthday or wouldn't think about missing an anniversary. But do I think about the little things? A phone call in the middle of the day was just thinking about you, just wanted to say I love you. Flowers on an Erev Shabbos. Right? In a friendship. In a friendship. Right? Friends know that you have to be there for your friend in time of crisis. What about when it's not a time of crisis? Do I just pick up the phone and say, hey, just wanted to check and see how you're doing. See how you're doing. See, sometimes in our relationships, we're often focused on the big things which are important and we often don't see the importance in the little things as well. But the truth is all of us know, as beautiful as the birthday gift and the anniversary gift may be, as incredible as it is to be there for someone in the time of crisis, just as important in that is the little daily check-in, is the way you walk into the house, is the way you interact, not in a time of simchor, in a time of tsara, but just day to day. It's the little things that make our relationship special. And the same is true in our relationship with Hashem. Are there big things? Of course there are big things. And are the big things important? Shabbos, Kashrus, Taras HaMishpacha, Kiddush Hashem, all incredible. What about the little things? What about the way I dive in Shachris? What about the way I conduct myself in the supermarket? What about the way I drive down the street when I'm driving through a dense Jewish neighborhood, any neighborhood for that matter, but especially where people recognize me? Those are the little things. But those are the little things that really make an incredible difference. And I, I've always felt that this is the meaning in Rashi's words, Lahazhir gidolim ala kitanim. You see, we are gidolim. Each of us are great. We are great. You know, we spend so much time focusing on, I did this, I have to do tshuva for this, I have to fix this, I have to do that. But the truth is, we're great. We're great. All of us are accomplished. All of us do good things. We do mitzvahs. There's beauty inside of us. There's holiness inside of us. And Rashi's phrase, Lahaz here gidolim. Hashem says to us, the gidolim, he, war he warns us or he teaches us or he reminds us about the little things. About the little things. Because so often as gidolim, as great people, which we each are, we often think that greatness is only found in the greater, bigger things. But we forget about the kitanim. We forget, well, the truth is we forget sometimes about the little people, but we also sometimes just forget about the little things in life. You know, people like to say often the devil's in the details. It's not the devil who's in the details. It's the ribono shel olam who's in the details. Lahasir gidolim ala kitanim. To remind great people, remember to pay attention to the little things in life as well.
Because as important as the big things are, it's the little things that really make the true nature of relationship. It's the little things that make a marriage great. It's the little things that make a friendship meaningful. It's the little things which define the quality in a relationship between parents and children and children and parents. And it's the little things that make even greater people, even great people, even greater. It's the little things which truly determine the nature and the quality of our relationship with Hashem. Wishing everyone a good and Erev Shabbos and a beautiful Shabbos Kodesh.